0: Good morning. This is 89.1 FM radio coming to you from Lorain, Ohio. Very glad you tuned in this morning. My name is John Murtha. I'm here in the studio with our engineer, Wanda Ewing. Good morning, Wanda. Good morning. And my good friend and assistant, David Abood. Good morning, David, good, John. Good, John good, good to be here this morning. Beautiful yeah, autumn. crisp morning. Morning. And uh, very, very happy to be here. And we're going to be talking more about it, but tonight is the big banquet. At Lorraine Community College, and Wanda, we tell them more about that. And I believe you, you could still come. Is that true, Wanda? Is there anything at the door, or does it have to no, be pre registered?
1: No, it, it would be great if we could uh, get registered. If you want to come tonight, please come. But please, before you come, reach out to uh, our station CEO, Mark Ballard, at 440 440- <coughs> Four zero three four one zero four zero two. Now, one thing: uh, we've already had the count as it relates to because we're going to serve dinner. But we definitely, if you want to come, you can have my dinner. Come <laughs> that's on. A, that's a funny. One. Okay.
0: The main thing here is you have to call in. It, it is really late in the game. Yeah. But uh, it, it's going to be a great event, and we're going to keep you filled in about it. So, uh, you know, David, we were talking about this earlier, as you teach the Bible, and I've taught for many years in Southeast Asia where people don't have a, a, a extensive Bible background. So one of the ways uh, we teach is to show people patterns or structure in the Bible, yeah. numbers in the Bible that make it easier to remember the Bible and to understand. For, for example, we just went through the seven feasts of Israel. You know, you have uh, four in the, in the spring, and then you have three in the fall. And God has incorporated into his revelation to man uh, patterns, yeah. uh, numbers, yeah. structure. And, of course, if you look all around you at creation itself, yeah. it's, uh, it's incredibly well-designed. And science, the language of science is mathematics. Yeah. Mathematics is probably as pure as you're going to come to any of the science's. Uh, even more so than biology and physics and, and sociology and anthropology. One plus one equals two here. It equals two if you're in Brazil. If you're back a thousand years, it still did. If you go forward a thousand years, that, those truths of mathematics are never going to change. And we see that all the way through the scripture. So we're going to get into that this morning, at least start it. It may go into other shows. But I know you've done research on this, David, and you wanted to share something here about that.
2: Yeah, so, you know, John, um, when you take a look at God's order, uh, you know, I'll just, simplicity uh, of it. Uh, yesterday I was out trout fishing, and I was telling uh, Marilyn when I came back home, I couldn't believe the rainbow colors in these fish, all different colors. It was vivid colors. I mean, I, I, thought, I thought I was in an incredible movie and I was up close in 3D. It was just beautiful. And then you take a look at, you know, DNA, for instance, and you just see how close we are to animals and plants. And our, our human DNA is close to each other by almost 99.5% similarity. Chimpanzees are 96 to 98% similar to humans. Cats have 90% genes of humans, 82% with dogs. And so when you really start to take a look at it, even the fruit fly... We share 60% of our DNA with the fruit fly. So mm-hmm. when you take a look at just the pattern there, to say that there's not one Creator, mm-hmm. one source with a mastermind of order is—I just don't know how you can, how you can't see the direction of uh, of the Almighty. I, I really just don't know the miraculous nature of Him and in, uh, in the world.
0: Yeah, I mean, the Scripture says in Psalm 19, the heavens declare the glory of God. The atmosphere shows his handiwork, day unto day utter its speech, night unto night shows knowledge. So we have this great, like an object lesson going on, night and day of God's creative power. So it goes to the fact that where you see design, that implies there's a designer. Where you see intelligence, that implies that somebody intelligent invested in that. So, I mean, it's like when you program your computer... You have to download a lot of information. Well, to do that, you have to be the informant. You know, the pro, you know, you're know, yeah. you putting something in there that's not there before. So, too, when you just looked at the DNA of yeah. these living organisms, well, who's downloading that information unless right. there's an informant? Yeah. And we're going to get to that. I mean, it mm-hmm. clearly points to God. Yep. Now, when you look at the Word of God, you're going to see God in nature, and you're going to see high mathematics and truth in nature itself. But it says in the Scripture about God's Word It says in Psalm chapter 12, verse 6, The words of the Lord are pure words, like silver tried in the furnace of the earth, purified seven times. In other words, they're real. The Word of God has a perfectibility to it. It's it's not like nature is in a fallen state. We know that. The Bible says in Genesis, things have fallen. Mm -hmm. God didn't create everything like this. It says what he created at the end of six days, everything was very good. Well... Disharmony is coming to the situation. You know, the the devil got his foot in. Man turned his back on God. Even creation itself, we're told, is now in a fallen state yeah. or is somewhat of a uh, corrupted state. Yeah. It's, we see it all around us. But that's so the Word of God. The Word of God is perfect because it's God breathed. The Word of God, Jesus even says, Scripture cannot be broken. It's uh, it's infinite. Heaven mm-hmm. and earth will pass away, but My Word endures forever. It's God breathed. So we would expect to find order in the word of God. Yeah. And that's what we're going to look at, at least starting today, Yeah, maybe a couple of our programs. Yeah. So let's just look at this. And I just want to look at a couple of places where God's uh, and his uh, idea of what numbers. It says uh, in Psalm 147, verse 4, it says, He telleth the number of the stars. He called them by the names. Great is our Lord of great power, his understanding. In other words, he's called each star he knows and is numbered. It says in uh, Isaiah 40, He bringeth forth the host of heaven by numbers. The host yeah. of heaven, of course, is the galaxies. Mm-hmm. It says, um, Matthew chapter 10, The very hairs of your head are all numbered. So he yeah. numbers the stars, right. but he counts down and he numbers <clears throat> Who knows the number of our hair? Well, I don't know the yeah. number of hairs on my children's yeah. head, but God knows. that. That's yeah. important numbers are, right. if you can see that. Yeah, And then it says... Um, He's he's put in uh, times and seasons, numbers, so he could reveal himself to man and particularly the nation of Israel. That's why all through Israel, we're gonna see when we get to the number seven. Seventh day is the Sabbath, seven weeks times seven, you come to forty nine and the next day is Jubilee. Then we got sabbatical of years, you got forty nine and then we got all of these kinds of numbers running through their calendar system. Yeah, it's very orderly. Yeah, it's very orderly.
2: Yeah, exactly. And you know, some of the quotes to show how God is orderly. You know, you picked a couple, John, In Psalm 104: 20 to 23, it says, "You bring darkness; it becomes night, and all the beasts of the forest prowl. The lions roar, roar for their prey, and seek their food from God. The sun rises, and they steal away." they return and lie down in their dens. Then people go out to their work and to their labor until evening. Very orderly how God set the system up and how we follow his yes. His order in some cases. Colossians one seventeen, he is before all things and in him all things hold order. And then finally, 1 Corinthians 14.40, let all things be done decently and in order.
0: Right, so there you see it. Yeah. And so when we get into this study, uh, it's basically just a look at how numbers are used in the scripture. It's an yeah. easy way to remember things in the scripture. And it's also to appreciate scripture more to see how God revealed it to us. It's not about hidden codes. It's not anything uh, uh, like Kabbalah, yeah. or numerology. Yeah. It's simply looking at the word of God. And we're going to start uh, with the number one. Sure. You know, we start with yeah. number one. It's a great place Absolutely. to start. Yeah. And of course, one speaks of union or oneness. Right. And that's why the Bible itself starts out, in the beginning, God, singular. Now, that's a very important point, because back then, Babylon, Mm -hmm. Egypt, Assyria, they all had multiple gods, you see? And for God to make this opening Mm -hmm. statement, in the beginning, God, Mm -hmm. uh, he doesn't offer us 20 reasons for him. He simply makes this proclamation. (laughs) And you're always going to see that through the scripture, that God is one, what we call monotheistic, Mm -hmm. you know, see? Yeah. Jewish people, Islam, Christianity, we're monotheist. Now we're going to see the difference when we come to our God is revealed in three persons, Father, Son, and Holy. We'll we get to the number three. Yeah. But a matter of fact, the Shema, the famous uh, proclamation in Deuteronomy 6, 4, where it says, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. You see, yeah. it's, they actually recite that. One God, singular God. Uh, Jesus will say in John chapter 10, verse 30, I and my Father are one. 1 Corinthians chapter 8, verse 4, there is no other God, God but one. But one. Yep. See, because one is independent of all other numbers, and yet it is contained in all other numbers. Mm-hmm. Okay? One is only divisible by itself. Right. That's but right. one is the start of all numbers. Uh-huh. So when we come to Alpha and the Omega, just like the whole alphabet comes out, is contained within mm-hmm. the Alpha, which is the first one going to, it's like from A to Z. We say A to Z. Well, so too, in the in the creation order, everything begins with one. Right. And everything begins with God. Yeah. And that's why the Gospel of John opens, in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Was God. Yes. Yeah. Do you yes. understand, Do you, understand yeah. that you this yes. oneness? Yes. It's very important yes. uh, because um, one represents um when God creates man in His image, one will represent the unity of man and woman mm-hmm. in first marriage, where it yeah. says in Genesis, "And the two shall become one." Right. And it also, we're going to get into later when we are united with God. You know, Jesus says, "I yes. am the vine; you are the branches." So we're going to see this singularity of God. This is so important in the world we live in today yeah. to understand that God is one. Yeah. singular right.
2: you know John, uh, we were talking about this in the car because I was asking you some questions. you know some people say that there's a hidden pattern in the Bible with these with these numbers. I mean, uh, for me it's more about the symbolism and you know what is God trying to tell us and does he have to tell us over and over again so we get it? I think the answer to that is yes, but I really do think he uses the number sequence, the symbolism and patterns for that for that aspect to get through to us that we should only have one God. And yes, you know, right. the way we should behave. And when you get married, you become one. Right. And the Father, uh, Holy Spirit, and Son are one. So you know the simplicity of it also helps us remember where we're from and uh, to keep us out of trouble, I think. I don't know. Well, exactly right. Yeah. I
0: mean, it, again, it's not encoded or something. Right. But we're not looking for a quote-unquote deeper meaning, but we are looking for a obvious meaning. Somebody has mm-hmm. called these treasures hidden in plain sight. Absolutely. Why most yeah. people don't see it is because... We're not studying it like we should. We should be studying the word of God. It says, study to show thyself, approve a workman that needeth not to be ashamed. It says also that God, um, he kind of, it it says in um, the scripture that if we will seek God, uh, he will reveal himself to us. But also as we look into his word, uh, he's going to give us, there's treasures. Any thought on one Please. the word of God says,
1: when we seek him early, there's something about when we spend time with him. First thing, very first thing, before we even start our day, I notice per personally when we when I just take a take a moment and just thank him and ask him to guide my day and just put my entire day and all of his aspects in his hands. I physically see the difference than when I maybe work wake up a little late, shower, running off, running straight out the door. Yeah. There's a difference. Okay. There, yeah. Yeah. There's no. a distinct yeah. difference. You yeah. know? So it's it is it is imperative mm-hmm. <clears throat> that we first seek him. And then and while we're talking about things being put mm-hmm. in order. Yeah. Uh, we want to talk and to remember to make sure he's first. Yes. Physically yeah. and in every other aspect of your life because it's definitely sure. That
0: it, he shows up. Yes. So you bring up yeah. a good point, Juan. Okay. When you deal with the number one, you deal with it first. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so when you give God the first part of your day, yes. it's yes. like giving the first part of your right. income. Absolutely. The tithe. The Bible says, seek ye
1: first,
0: first the kingdom of God and his right. Yeah. So the number one is linked up with first. Mm-hmm. Okay. How does the first recorded words of Jesus in the Bible, age 12 in the temple, and what is he saying? I must be about my Father's, father's, wishes, father's business. Right. See, he's putting his Father first. first. His last words on the cross is, mm-hmm. Father, into your hands I commend right. my spirit. Yes. Yes. From first to last, Absolutely. it's about the Father. Yes. So in our own lives, as Wanda says, if we give him first of our time, first of our resources, mm-hmm. our money, yes. first of our thought life, Absolutely. he then we're well-ordered. Right. If we get that out of whack, yeah. Yeah. then we get our... Our lives are out of harmony a little bit, yeah, but this idea of first is very important. Yes, one. Yes.
1: One more thing, I was, I was, um, I saw a debate going on back and forth uh, between folks talking about tithing, yeah mm-hmm. or nay, and one was saying it was under the law, and someone mm. else was saying da 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 da. But one thing I know, in law, out of law, mm. under the law, one thing I know, when I give of the first fruits. I notice a tremendous, there are doors opening, mm. there are, you know, you know, you know, because it says he will open those doors and there, he, if you bring it into the storehouse, he will, he will supply everything that you need, and that word, no matter where we are as it relates to the law, that word shows up, manifests mm-hmm. today right. mm-hmm. in my life.
0: Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. You're giving your first fruits. Yeah. You see, yeah. and God is not a debtor to any man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the Bible says clearly, when you give, don't you let let your left hand see what your right hand is giving. Your father who seeth in secret mm-hmm. will reward you openly. openly. That's right. Okay. Given it shall be given to you. Good measure. Good measure pressed that's down. Good. That means like flowing over. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And you see it one, I've seen it. David, you've been to oh, our yeah. mission headquarters. Oh yeah we have some of the best property in all north right. philadelphia we can't yeah. ask for a dime we no. can't send out a letter to petition yeah. there's nothing. but it's just god's provision yes. but it's the idea of putting him first yes. putting him yeah. first and seek ye first the kingdom of god and yeah. his ministry and uh, of course when they say what jesus what's the greatest commandment he's remember what he says to love the love with, lord with, thy with god thy that's the first commandment yeah. he, mm-hmm. right. everything about god no
2: other gods before that's again. your starting yeah. point
0: right. so we move from there and and that cannot be broken that that's the important thing we must never uh, diminish uh, that oneness of god the beginning of god and putting god first
2: yeah and you know back to the principle of order the principle of god i want to read something here from some of the research that we did Uh, the principle of god is the principle of order in which the universe is governed by god as an organized matrix in which the individual has no freedom to create his or her own structure and must conform to that of God or the universe. The principle implies obedience and subservience to the higher power at the highest ideals. And you notice when when we start to tinker with science and we start to mess around with this order, bad things can happen and they do. You know, just just because we know math doesn't mean that creating the nuclear bomb was a good thing. So at the end of the day, you start to see that his order is there we are starting to access part of what he has built in this universe because we're created in the image of God, so he's going to give us some insight into what he did. Sure, God didn't really create math. I mean, he did not he didn't, but we as humans, because we're in the image of God, created math to understand his order.
0: Yeah, we discovered yes. that. Right, it right. was there. Yeah. We simply discovered it. Right. Yes,
1: Wanda. To piggyback on what David was saying, even in the Word, back in the, when the they they were going to build a building all the way up, Mm -hmm. and you cannot defy the deity of God. You cannot.
0: Yes, exactly right, and that's what's happening (laughs) today in popular culture. They want to remove God. You simply can't. It's like denying gravity. I know. I mean, if I jump off a bridge and I don't believe in gravity, That's still (laughs) That's right. You know, but man is tinkering. That's a whole other topic, David. is tinkering with the very laws of nature that God put in there. And when you come to nuclear weaponry, there's an old poem that says, to split the little atom, all the world was contempt. And now someday the atom may return the compliment."
2: And so, and then I just want to say one other thing about the other side of Uh that. To extend what you said, the principle... Of Satan is the principle of chaos Mm -hmm. in which the individual is free to create one's own structure and rule based on the raw material of the universe and it is possible for the individual to have one's own will and power thus there is no order besides one's own and nothing rules the universe Exactly and and that's when we're trying to build skyscrapers Mm -hmm. to 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 the stratosphere and creating the nuclear bombs is that what God wanted I doubt it
0: Yeah, Yeah. you know, coming back to one, we know that the Bible clearly says there's one mediator between God and man, the man Christ Jesus. So when we pray, we only pray to our Heavenly Father through the name of Jesus, Mm -hmm. one mediator. Jesus prayed for us believers that we all might be one. Mm -hmm. He says, they'll know you're my disciples by your love. When they see that unity, Mm -hmm. that oneness, he'll also say that the, the number is one. Individual is very valuable in God's sight. Think about the one lost sheep, the good shepherd leaves the ninety-nine, goes off. The, the one lost coin, that the, the woman goes all through the house with a candle, one lost coin. The one lost son the right. prodigal the father was out looking for him one is very important to god yes. we live in a world of 7.3 billion mm-hmm. people mm-hmm. and sometimes we feel really insignificant yeah. Do we I, yeah. here's my social security number i'm just a number yeah. not in god's yeah. eyes
2: Absolutely. yeah
0: you see not in god's eyes number one is very important to yes, god
2: and, and i kind of think it's a bunny trail john i mean i i think the simplicity and elegance of the numbers that he put out, one represents the union of God and man and salvation, like he said, John 17, 11, 20 to 21, and 1 Corinthians 6 through 17, the simplicity and the elegance of that, that's the real thing he's trying to get us to focus on. I don't think he wants us to reverse engineer everything he did. We're not going to be able to.
0: Yeah, right, right. The,
2: the real thing he's trying to do, in my opinion, now that... It, You know, I'm getting more uh, in the word, and this maybe is just my opinion, is he wants us to forget about, just enjoy what he's done. Sure, we want to make life better. We can do that. But when we go too far, that's the problem. I think he wants us to focus on the beauty of what he's telling us with these numbers, that we can be one with him. We are, now that his son died. And and we have the ability to get to heaven. So when you take a look, just to go full circle you look at the complexity, you push it out with Satan pushing us too far, it only gets our eye off the ball. Yeah. Which is to create disciples and follow him. Yeah. The, the, I mean so that's where I think it becomes a real issue. Yeah.
0: Math. Yeah, that's a whole I know that's tough, a whole because, other show, but I'm just But you're right, David, the unity, yeah. the singularity of God it's 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 really at one level very simple. Yeah. Even a child can you know, I believe in the Lord thy God. And even in the Great Commission when she says mm-hmm. Go make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name, singular, yeah. the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Then we'll go to get into Trinity. Yeah. But you see, that's why the Bible will say, God will say, "Let us make man in our image." You see some mm-hmm. plurality, but yeah. it says He, singular, created man. So we're going to get into this very interesting yes. thing when we get to the Trinity, mm-hmm. which is coming down the road. Yeah. So okay. Plus, He gives us one book. There's, yeah. we, we don't need extra books, you know. All <laughs> cults start because there's an extra book. Yeah. You see, the Book of Mormon, the Book of Dianetics, the Book of This is sufficient. All Scripture is given by inspiration of God that we might be thoroughly equipped, fully furnished unto all good works. We don't need something else. He gives us one yeah. singular revelation. Yeah. That's I, that's the deal.
1: And I know in the, in, it's a part of the series that that, we're, that you're going to lead us, uh, John and David. We're even talking about the atonement. Meaning at one minute. Ah, uh-huh, mm-hmm. that's good. I mm-hmm. like that. You know. Yeah. Maybe mm-hmm. say yeah. that one more time. That's a very good. The, it, talking about being one, in in the series yeah. that we, we we talk about uh, the atonement. Meaning at one minute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that'll be that's so great, yeah, like great to, to that. Yeah. incorporate. Yeah. yeah. In the series mm-hmm. as we walk through the word. Yeah. yeah because oh, before
0: that we're separated from God. Absolutely. Yeah. But once. <laughs> Through the, the shed blood of Jesus, we can, that, that is the atonement uh-huh. making of one, Amen. that which was separated. That's Absolutely. why Jesus will say, if you abide in me and my yeah. word abides in you. Yes. There's that union. Yes. And Paul will say, Galatians chapter 2, I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, but not me, but Christ. There's that unity, yes. that atonement, yes. onement, as you say. That's yes. very important. Okay. Now, we, we go from one. We'll come back to that later. But then we come to an extremely important number in the scripture. And that is the number two yeah. now two oftentimes in the bible refers to uh it can be companionship uh, that's the, the the positive side mm-hmm. it also can mean division mm-hmm. but a one big thing about the number of two is witness yes mm-hmm. uh, yeah. you'll see this that circle where, is, where, yeah. where <laughs> jesus will send them out two by two uh, the bible says as i said earlier in psalm 19 the heavens declare the glory of god that's the starry mm-hmm. heaven and the firmament, or the clouds, the region the birds fly, showeth his handiwork. There's two. Day unto day showeth knowledge, and night unto night. Mm-hmm. So day and night, there's two. Uh, heavenly, starry heaven, and then the atmospheric heaven, there's two. And how do we see that? With two eyes. Yeah. So wherever you see two, mm-hmm. two is often the number witness. We have two parts yeah. to our Bible. Right. We have the Old testament we have the new testament very important because they interlock the Mm -hmm. prophetically and the the, the Mm -hmm. singular theme is one but it's it's presented to us in two no other no other religious book has two two parts like that that the old testament is making predictions uh, that are coming true a thousand years or 500 years later i mean when we celebrate christmas that's coming from micah that's written 600 years before christ when it says oh bethlehem out of you shall come forth, right. him who's from me. So what I'm getting at is this two establishes witness. And you know, I know you made did some study on well, that
2: there. Well, yeah, it, it, as you said, companionship, witness, uh, but also division. Uh, uh, although a man and a woman are brought together as one in marriage, they are still two individual people proposed by God to be companions to each other in separate and unique ways. And, when you t- you know, and again, there's a bunch of different... Uh, two um, s- uh, examples the two tablets contained in the Ten Commandments two testaments make up the word of God as you said two witnesses were required by law for the valid testimony two parts in the day two cherubims at the two ends of the mercy seat yeah. the list goes on I mean that's th- all through the Bible two angels okay. at the resurrection right. two Remember turtle me. doves or two young pigeons served as an acceptable sin offering for the poor witness to the Lamb uh, two loaves and two lambs were the wave offering at uh, Shavuot. So, so yeah.
0: two, at a very in a basic mathematics, you need two points to establish a straight line. Yeah. You right. need two mm-hmm. to get a straight line. If you just have a singular point, you can run all kinds of lines in all kinds of directions. Mm-hmm. When you get two points, it limits. And so two uh, two points establish truth. Mm-hmm. That's why you say in a capital murder case in the Old Testament, you need at least two witnesses. Even yeah. today, in a sense, you need two. Multiple witnesses, but remember, God said it is not good for man to be alone. Mm-hmm. One, and therefore He makes him a companion. Yes. And then He says, "What God has joined together, two become one. Mm-hmm. Let no man put his son mm-hmm. So you see this idea yes. of of going through life, and then the the number two is just so ex- ex- extremely important. And um, we're going to see that even in the garden, there'll be the tree of life, and there'll be the tree of knowledge of good mm-hmm. and evil at the cross
2: these you have a thief that yeah. accepts right. you have a
0: thief that rejects with the prodigal son you have mm-hmm. the one son goes off the other son stays home with cain and abel you see one is righteous you see one is wicked he kills her so you see this two yeah. going through T-
2: two angels testified at the tomb it goes yeah. all the way through it's mm-hmm. just perfect john it's so orderly that
0: yeah way. so yeah. once you once you see um how two is established all through the scripture, it really helps us to understand the fact that uh, the Bible will say, how can two walk together unless they be agreed? Yeah. Okay. And then it says, um, even in nature, we see negative and positive. Mm -hmm. We see light, we see darkness, we see night, we see day, we see hot, we see cold. It's it's all through, shot through, not just the scripture, but also in very nature uh, itself. And of course... One two. That number two is the witness. The second person of the Trinity is Jesus. Well, he's the one that we see. He's the, that in other words, he is the one that witnesses. Yeah. If you see, mm-hmm. uh, whereas God is uh, in, in, invisible, and of course, uh, Jesus will declare himself to be the Alpha and Omega. Yes.
1: And in <clears throat> Matthew eighteen nineteen, it says again, I say unto you that if two shall touch shall agree on an earth as touching anything they that they shall ask, it shall be done for them of my Father which is in heaven. Mm-hmm. And in Deuteronomy 32, uh <clears throat> the thirtieth verse it said, How should one chase a thousand and put and two put ten thousand to flight? Mm-hmm. One chase a thousand, two yeah. put ten thousand to flight, except their rock be sold, and then the Lord shut them up. So that is just showing the power of two or more.
0: Yeah two amplifies uh Mm -hmm. that's why it'll say in ecclesiastes Uh if one if a man is alone and he falls there's nobody to help pick him up Mm -hmm. uh two are better than one yeah we see that all through the scripture when god tells moses send the the spies into the land he sends in two yeah remember Mm -hmm. they come back up and then it says there's there's uh Two witnesses uh, mm-hmm. often establish, you know, when they go in, like the two angels go into Sodom mm-hmm. and they warn Sodom and they say destruction is coming. Well, you'll see this idea, but you'll see these two linked up. Like even in scripture, you have Moses, uh, but he'll have his partner, or his brother Aaron. You have Elijah, will have Elisha. You'll say Jan the Baptist, but he'll introduce Jesus, who is essentially mm-hmm. his cousin. You'll see peter and andrew which are brothers you see james and john who are brothers you see cain and abel you see you see this pairing a lot in the scripture and you'll see this really big time when you come to the parables where jesus talks about the speck in the brother's eye Mm -hmm. and the beam in your own eye he talks about the narrow way and the broad way he talks about the way to life and the way to destruction Mm -hmm. he always talks about the wise man and the foolish man He talks about heaven. He talks about a straight gate and a wide gate. He talks about a good tree and a corrupt tree. He talks about a house built on rock and a house built on sand. He talks about on and on you have this, you know, God says, I set before you this day life and death choose life. Mm -hmm. See, it's binary. You see this all through the scripture. It's like zero and
2: one for the digital world. I mean, that's what it's all based on. The whole computer system,
0: I right, David? Right. Is based on what? Right. It's the, binary. Then, yes. It's Zero the digital one? numbers, right? That's wow. exactly right.
2: And then, you know, two disciples were sent to get a donkey and a colt and to tell the Lord has a need for them. It's almost like he knows what we need. We need a partner. And, we, you know, we're going to get into the threes, but God was never alone. Uh, in the heavens either, right? He had the Holy Spirit and, and Jesus. Community and right. the so, unity. So, you know, if God needed that, we sure did. <laughs> well, he's yeah, he's in community. Right. I don't know if God needs anything. But... <laughs> well, I'm not saying he needed it right. in that sense, but if it was set up that way, <laughs> yeah. if no, it you're was right. set up that way, then that's community, what he's mind. Right. Yeah. That's why, again, we're in the image of God and it all flows from there. Yeah. Yeah. What works in the perfect heavenly... You know. No, (laughs) it's true theologically, (laughs) David, because the
0: Bible says God is love. Well, what was the object of God's love? Or what was the person of God's love unless Mm -hmm. he is in some kind of community contained within the unity of the Godhead?
2: Yeah, but how much fun would that be if you're God and you're just sitting up there by yourself? (laughs) I mean Well you know, that's you know, it's it's what I've always thought. I mean, Mm -hmm. even if you you could do whatever you wanted and you had the ability to see everything from today to tomorrow into infinity you're still with your own thoughts and so i don't know I mean, no I, you I, bring up a good point yeah.
0: david in a philosophical level look god is complete in himself right in the godhead okay yeah. he doesn't need anything right. he doesn't require anything right. he's fully satisfied yeah. but mm-hmm. because he is love he wants to share that love yeah and, and with the um and in so sharing that love, right. that love can be reflected back to him. Right. And mm-hmm. he kind of expands on his love. Mm-hmm. Although, Now, think about a married couple. When a couple gets married, they do not have to have children. Am I right? right. You don't have to. Right. right. But they have children. Yeah. They love each other. They have children. They care for that child. But in the ideal world, that child will reflect love back to them. They didn't need the child. They were complete <laughs> in themselves. But as an overflow or expression of their love for each other, you have this new being mm-hmm. that they love upon who hopefully, in re- so love is increased, the child reflects the love that love. Love is increased. I was just thinking that. Do you see the that? Love That's... is increased not exactly only with
2: right. your spouse, but with your family feeling. Exactly right. And you want to pour that out to others. That's and so in a the... sense, at yeah. a macro you're by level. you yourself, I mean, what do you? Uh, well, again, yeah. God's complete in sure, himself. He is. But at a
0: macro level. Right. Uh, is, is, is reviewed in the micro, mm-hmm. in a family unit that's truly love-centered, yeah. that love expands and radiates out into mm-hmm. a wider community. Yeah. And that's why one of the reasons I think God did what he did was because we can reflect. We're made in his image, and in mm-hmm. a small way, we reflect his image when that happens. Yeah. So long story short, I don't think God needed us. He didn't no, certainly didn't need no. the angels. Yeah, but, but he loved us, and he... And he provided for us and then once we fall away from it, he provided a way back to him yes so it's very very interesting yeah so going back to the two you'll see this even in the book of revelation you have these two witnesses appear in the streets of jerusalem and that was in revelation 11 uh 3 4 yeah and and you'll see this this idea of uh, um the two uh, running through there And, and again you'll always especially as Wanda says where two or three are gathered together or mm-hmm. touching upon one thing another place Jesus says where two or three are gathered together in my name I'm in your midst mm-hmm. there's a special presence of God mm-hmm. so to speak mm-hmm. uh, there's only two kinds of people in the world really when you come down there those that are saved and those that are lost those that are alive spiritually or what the Bible says quickened and those that are spiritually dead mm-hmm. that's it that, that, you know, there's, we separate people in all kinds of ways nationalities in all kinds of different ways but the bible really has either you're alive you know or you're dead in christ that's 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 all there is really and so we go on and on and you see this partnership like paul and barnabas and we see peter mm-hmm. and john mark and and uh, it's very interesting this pairing up and yeah. i think it's we see it in the life of jesus mm-hmm. even he would have the 70 he would send out on big preaching tours in the gospel then he'd have the 12 but then it breaks down to three, yeah. the, what's called the inner circle, Peter, uh, uh, Peter, John, and James. Right. But then he has the one, John, who, who seems very close to him. He entrusts his mother to him, at, of course, at the cross. But you'll see that kind of uh, relationships going on. Right. Yeah, it's really kind of interesting how he patterns it. So that kind of shows you uh, this whole thing uh, with the number two. Uh, now, there's a lot more we could talk about it. But Jesus will say... In Matthew 22, uh, these are the two commandments that the whole of the law and the prophets hang on. Mm-hmm. To love the Lord, thy God, with all thy heart, soul, strength, and mind. And to love one's neighbor as yourself. That's Those two is the whole law. Right. And we remember the law, there was two stone commandments. Four of the commandments are directed man towards God. And the last six is man's relationship with man, Two yeah. Jesus compresses those and says these are the, this is this is the essential two commandments uh, based on love. If you yeah. truly love God, you're not going to misuse God's name. If you truly love your brother, you're not going to cheat him or kill right. him or yeah. uh, take his things that belong to him.
2: You know, John, when, when we did this study, and I never really looked at these numbers uh, until uh, we were prepping for the show, and you and I have talked about it for a while, but I never really dove into it. And the mm-hmm. thing that comes to mind with me when we were talking about chaos, again, being driven by the enemy in order being driven by God, I kind of see this as a white water. Uh, like if you were to look at a, a very aggressive river in Colorado and you see all that white water on top, that's where the noise is, where we get too far into the science and try and you know reverse engineer what the Almighty did. Mm-hmm. Underneath that white water is the eddy and ripples that are continuous. Yes, right. And they flow without the white noise. Mm-hmm. And from there, these simple numbers two you know two tablets for the ten commandments love thy god with all thy heart soul and right. mind you know that's really where we need to be focused on the eddies and ripples not the white noise right and 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 that's where since i've started to walk uh, in my faith i'm realizing because one of the companies i had was to build artificial intelligent trading software uh-huh. to map the global macro markets for trading and the complex the complexity of that would just get you into bunny trails. Oh, man, we can forecast the weather. Oh, man, we're better at this. i got to tell you, since I've been doing this, this is more interesting, Mm -hmm. and this is more fulfilling than even going that way with science and trying to decode everything.
0: Yeah, I think you bring up a good point, David. Number one, this Word of God isn't going anywhere. Knowledge changes, and it it evolves, Mm -hmm. and it changes. I mean, what they knew about physics Mm -hmm. 50 years ago is different from today. Same thing with computer systems. this word of God is not going anywhere. Yeah. We go, it stays. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Jesus said, "Heaven and earth shall pass away." There's yeah. two again. Heaven yeah. and earth shall pass. But my word will endure forever. Yeah. So when you invest in the word of God, you're not. He's not only opening incredible mysteries to you, but it's, you can also share this with others. Here's what it says in uh, Proverbs 25, uh, verse two: "It is the glory of God to conceal a matter, but it is the glory of kings to search out a matter." Yeah. So God, it says he conceals a matter, but he wants us to seek out the matter. That's what science is all about, is man trying to discover laws of the universe and apply those ideally to the betterment of humankind, not all yeah. Yes.
2: And, you know, inversely, I was thinking about the simplicity of the Bible. And you know how we always take a microscope and look at science and yeah. try and look at the nucleus, you know, build the atom out? A good example of this, and we use this in trading, was the red spot in Jupiter. Uh, there's always order where there's some chaotic uh-huh. systems, but with the Bible, it's not the microscope. It's stepping back from all the noise. Because if you if you get into the red spot in Jupiter, you, you, it's over with. The storms are ferocious, and they they're really there's a bunch. It's like just thousands of tornadoes in there. But when you back off, you see the red spot clearly, and it looks calm. Right. And so this word, I think we have to back away from everything. You know, get a thirty thousand. Uh, foot view versus a microscope view right. and that's where you see these these numbers yeah. and how they work in our life and it seems to me like if we follow the order god has given us we benefit and he rewards us it's when we get out of that domain that problems occur john
0: no i agree there there at, at a certain level there is the simplicity and then at yeah. a certain level there's a high complexity right but when you look at the fact that god wants us to be mm-hmm. in his word uh, the Bible says the psalmist prays, mm-hmm. oh, Lord, open my eyes that I might behold wonderful things out of your word. Yeah. He wants us to delve into this. Yeah. I think there's things in here. If we just stay just in the New Testament or just yeah. with the gospel, we miss. And God put these things in here for a reason
2: Yeah,
0: uh, that we can learn by it and then we can help others by it. And Like yeah. when I, in January, I'll be back in Southeast Asia. But by using some of these principles, it gives people there an easy way to remember, oh, yeah. The unity of God. One, two is the number of witness. He sends them out two by two. There's strength in numbers. There's strength in a number two. You can you can help develop people's Bible understanding quicker mm-hmm. if you can show them patterns. Yeah. It's, a, it's a well-known fact, these two axioms. Number one, man is a problem solver. Man is a pattern seeker. Yeah. What do I mean by that? I don't care if it's weather, the oh, stock sure. market, well, medicine, yeah. business. Man is trying to solve right. a problem. Yeah. Yeah. But he, how do you solve a problem? By looking for patterns. How do you solve, Like say cancer. Well, you're researching. What's the pattern? What's the what's the you know? How do you sell? How do you want to beat the stock market? You're looking for patterns. Yeah, no, right? Yeah. Okay. And, and, and they, the same they don't thing work with over the word time. Of God. <laughs> same thing with the word of God. There, yeah,
2: but John, these simple, these simple numbers uh, uh-huh. are, are so complex when you look at it. If we focused our energies on this, we would see that there's only one thing that we can conclude. There is a God. There is a God. And he created the universe. That's right. And, and the design in the universe is miraculous. Right, right. Just miraculous. And the design in his word. Right. See, the, yeah. the
0: universe, nature has fallen. Yeah. Okay? We get old. We get, right. you know, things wear mm-hmm. down. Second law of thermodynamics. The word of God doesn't get tired. The word of God doesn't get old. No. The word of God is fresh. It's alive. Mm-hmm. It's uh, effectual. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's uh, permanent. It doesn't change. Heaven it right. doesn't change. Yeah. That's why people that attack it, it's like a little boy with a slingshot mm-hmm. trying to knock down the him, one of the Himalaya mountains. Yeah. I mean, I was telling somebody the other day, you know the thing with this new wave of atheism, Hitchens, Dawkins, Sam Harris, all their books they're writing now. I said, they don't have much of a shelf life. They really don't. Ten years later, they're gone. You have to hunt for them. And, you know, a special order them on yeah. Amazon. The Word of God is still the best-selling book in the world. Yeah. The Word of God is the most translated book. The, the Word of God is the most loved. It's the most hated. It's the most disgusted. It's a, you fill in the blank. Why? It's not going anywhere. Yeah. And people that really get into it, to them, it's bread. It's strong meat. It's a compass. It's a light. It's a comfort. It's a, yeah. it, it's a medicine. It's yeah.
2: You know, um, I have a quote from the 18th century. I found this Scottish minister called Patrick Fairbairn and he writes if God has given all things their significance and defined their bounds according to time space power and number and if he has appointed certain measurements to regulate things in times biblical numbers must be symbolic and be worthy of our study and if a fit subject for study the laws by which the symbolism of numbers is controlled Required to be ascertained, mm-hmm. Patrick Fairbairn. I mean that—that's it right there. You know, yeah, um, it, that was in the 18th century. You know, think well, about don't it.
0: forget those guys studying the Bible back then. Yeah, they didn't have a lot of their stuff. These guys studied the Bible. I Good mean, point. they studied the Good Bible, point. and they were scholars. Yeah. And yeah. what it is is we've gotten very smart. But we haven't gotten very wise, no. you see. when we celebrate Christmas, we talk about the wise men coming mm-hmm. to see the the infant Jesus. Yeah. Well, back then they had a lot of wise men. We today we got a lot of wise guys. <laughs> uh, we have to get wisdom. <laughs> well, there was a movie. There, so I don't know if that's what we But what but I'm saying, the Bible always yeah. says, "Get wisdom." Right. Get wisdom. Right. I'll talk a little about that mm-hmm. tonight. And they didn't have all the white noise. I agree. Back then. And, and they were into the Word, and they yeah. dove into the Word, and they taught the Word, and they said, "Well, if you." They they just knew the script. I think we're coming back to that in some sense, where people are there's more and more of this emerging Mm -hmm. class of teachers Mm -hmm. that aren't hiding away in the ivory towers, but they're at street level. You know, they're they're they're, they they could be a a CEO of a business or working in a hospital, Mm -hmm. but they know the word of God. Yeah, they know the word of God, and they they're able to communicate the word Mm -hmm. of God in a very compelling way. Mm -hmm. And in a sense, that's what we're trying to do here, is to get us excited about the word of God and to show it's not just interesting. But it's transformational, yeah. not just for me, but for other people. And if we share like that, it's the it's the treasure box of life. It sure is. It's just, yeah. Okay. Now we'll finish up the program today. We're just going to start on this because this is one of the biggie numbers. Is the number three. Okay. And, and we just have a couple minutes left. But yeah. now, at the very basic level, the number three is how God reveals Himself. Now it, we're going to see that this is in the natural but it's also going to be in the spiritual, as particularly with resurrection kind of mm-hmm. themes in the scripture. Mm-hmm. But if you look at the Bible, even how it begins, it says, in the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. Okay, what does that tell us? Beginning suggests time, mm-hmm. okay? Created the heavens, space, and the earth, matter. So you have time, matter, mm-hmm. space. These are the three components of our universe. Yeah. Am I right? Yeah. So it's right there in the first verse. Mm-hmm. Now, if you follow, we won't get into in high detail this morning, if you follow the days of creation, yeah. the first three days, he, he forms something. And correspondingly, the last three, he fills that which he's formed in the first three, and that has an actual correspondence to them. So you have three here, parallel three here. It's very interesting. So when he creates in the first, let there be light and then when you correspond, it's the fourth day, he's filling that with something. Same thing when he separates the, the waters above from the waters below, then you see the corresponding fifth. Yeah. day. He's creating the fishes and the birds to fill that yeah. which he's formed. So you see the balance in three. Uh, three is a very important number uh, in that sense in Revelation. So basically we live in how many-dimensioned universe? How many dimensions do we live in, in this universe we sit in, that we move about in?
2: Three. three.
0: Yeah. Height, mm-hmm. width, yep. length. There's Point. no more right. unless you go to a yeah. hyper dimension. That's why they
2: always say in 3D. 3D. Yeah. So you okay. can see what the eye sees. There's, yeah.
0: three, there's three parts of time. Now, right. now you break each of these three components. Mm-hmm. There's three parts of time, past, yeah. present, yeah. future. future. Right. There's three types of, uh, of matter. Mm-hmm. You have solid, liquid, gas. Mm-hmm. Man is composed of three parts. Body, soul, spirit. Yeah, mm-hmm. there is three elements in the earth: mineral, plant, animal. Uh, so on and on. You'll see all the way through. This three is almost yeah. like a, a fingerprint of right. God uh, right. going through uh, the whole thing. You know, you, you know. So, when you see these three things, especially when we come into the spiritual element, three establishes patterns of occurrence. One could be a chance, two a coincidence, but three consecutive occurrence has special significance. Yeah. So if you came in here this morning, you saw three quarters just l- randomly yeah. laying on the ground. You think, oh, okay, somebody dropped some quarters. But if you come in here and you see three quarters in a straight line all heads up, you think, ah, this couldn't be random. Mm-hmm. So three yeah. establishes a sense of it goes beyond coincidence. It could be coincidence, but probability tough. So yeah. when we come into a high level of co- quote-unquote coincidence in the prophetic, it, it can't be... Uh, happenstance
2: just yeah. yeah and to just extend what you said, John, three things were put in the Ark of the Covenant Jar of manna, Aaron's staff, tables of stone, uh, the Ten Commandments, daily prayers were three times a day, appointed time feasts were three times each year, three laws moral, ceremonial, and civil it's it's all it's all organized all the way through there.
0: yeah now once you come to the spiritual what yeah. you just talked about right, three uh, again, when you look at man, body soul and spirit Mm -hmm. well man has three uh forms of activity thought word and deed yeah he can't have any more than that thought word and deed and that's where we want to be sanctified when we're not a believer if you study the scriptures Mm -hmm. those three areas are fallen or polluted our thought life our words and our actions yeah but once the, those are the three spheres of sanctification, mm-hmm. so once you get a handle on the number three, you can really teach theology oh gosh, yeah. to people that don't know much yeah. Bible. Right. And again, what my, one of my goals is going overseas is try to break down these things yeah. into simplified, mm-hmm. uh, easy to digest, friend uh, right. Friendly, user friendly. Yeah. Wanted any comment on anything? Okay, David, you the, want yeah, to say?
2: Yeah, you know the, the one I like too is the three temptations of Eve. Uh, Eve. The tree was good for food. Pleasant to the eyes and desire to make one wise. Right. You know, it's just, it's amazing how God puts it all the way through. And, and today we yeah. have three
0: enemies to our spiritual growth. The world, the flesh, yeah. and the devil. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So when we delve into this, we don't have many minutes left here. Mm-hmm. When we delve into this more deeply next week, God willing, yeah. uh, and we also want to do a Thanksgiving special too, but we're going to get further and further than this concept of three and one. It comes to the spiritual. Yeah we're going to see this three is very significant Mm. because it has revelation connotation to it. Mm. Why did Jesus rise on the third day? Why is this number three so important uh, when it comes to the... Why does God reveal himself? Why was Jonah three days Mm -hmm. in the belly of the whale? Mm. Why was it a 3 days journey uh, to the wedding feast of Cana Mm. where Jesus first reveals the miracle, first miracle? Um, Why do we have this idea of three... Uh, coming further and further and when we open up the trinity father son the holy spirit its really really yeah. interesting yeah. how god reveals himself uh, and why is one we don't see the father uh, but we do see the son we don't see the holy spirit we see the effects of the holy spirit this is very powerful stuff yeah. when we get into the, the the elements of time time comes at us from the future yeah. it goes through the present moment and it goes into the past the past tells us about the present moment that's what's known as history well we don't see the future. But that, think of the Heavenly Father so loved the world. He gave, he sends his son present. It's the only thing we see of the Godhead is the son. But when Jesus leaves, he says, I'll send you the Holy Spirit, and he will testify of me. The only thing we see in time is right now, right here yeah. in this radio station. Yes. It's the only visible thing. When we leave here, this will be in the past, yes. but we'll have a recollection. Right. We're going to get okay. into this. It's it's deeper topic. We're going to study about the Trinity and the whole principle of three you'll see this all the way through uh three people are risen from the dead in the old testament yeah. through the ministry of Elisha and Elijah Jesus raises three people in his ministry the son of the widow of Nain uh the little girl yeah. and of course Lazarus six is the number of man the seventh person yeah. that would rise in the gospels is Jesus yeah. so you're going to get this right. idea of yeah. how these things balance out mm-hmm. 3 and 03 the... mm-hmm. so we look forward to doing more of this, uh, uh, looking at the numbers. We're moving it kind of slow. I don't want to rush it too much, Absolutely. yeah. Because when we come to the number seven or oh, six, yeah. that, that's which of, suggests yeah. man yeah. and man's fallenness, yeah, is, you and know, the man, enemy. Was, yeah, six, 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 yeah. Uh, and again, uh, we're not looking for codes or secret no, meanings. No. We're just looking at the what's what the Bible clearly says. It's what we call treasures hidden in plain sight. Well, yeah. it,
2: and, and from my vantage point, John, we just did, I, I think we we talked about eight numbers. Just in those eight numbers, I have 12 to 14 pages mm-hmm. of notes and examples in the Bible. And when I think about lining this up, I actually am going to create a book on the numbers just to help me with the Bible. Yeah, right. So, so I can just study that and say, okay, you know, um, there, there's the three patriarchs, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Right. You know, three-part deliverance of Israel in the relation to land out of Egypt through the wilderness, into the promised land. Those little, quick little cliff notes help you with the whole book. Exactly right. And so that's why I think he's, you know, helping us here with the simplicity of the numbers if you look at it that way, symbolism. They say the mark
0: of genius is someone that can take complexity and reduce it to simplicity (laughs) without violating the complexity of the situation. I need all the simple I can get. We we all do. (laughs) That's why our Lord was the greatest teacher of all. Yeah, He explained profoundly. I know. Mysteries of the kingdom of God in everyday parables.
2: You know, he wasn't using advanced calculus to talk to us. You talk about simple. That's why it lasts 2,000 years later. You know, (laughs) and if we all go and the world keeps going another 1,000 years, it'll still be there. Every entrepreneur, every salesman should look at the Bible and see how God is trying to teach us. When you try and go out and teach about a product or a mission, or a vision. I'm telling you, that's what that's what the numbers are starting to say to me. Well, you know, really, in all honesty, you bring up a good point there. I want
0: to close on this. But the Bible should be taught, even in a, a public school, if nothing else, for as a work of literature. Mm-hmm. It, it is the greatest work of literature. It is a library. It's got poetry. Yeah. It's got proverbs. It's mm-hmm. got history. It's got warfare. Yeah. It's got a guide to living. It's got character development. <clears throat> it should be taught, at least as a book of literature, yeah. to, to wipe that off. The curriculum. I know. We're losing like this great gem mm-hmm. that we have. Uh, for what? You see? Yeah. And uh, I find it very interesting. They'll take the Bible out of public schools, but they're allowed into prisons. Wow.
2: something right there. Wow. <laughs> it's like after the fact, you know? <laughs> yeah. Oh, Absolutely. Yeah. I don't get yeah. it.
0: Right. <laughs> Anyhow, well, thank you, Wanda. You're very it's welcome. Great. Um, We look forward to this evening, and uh, thank you, David, for coming. uh, Great
2: to be here. Have a good weekend, everybody. We look forward to seeing everybody tonight that's coming. Any closing statement on anything? Do you have anything to bring up?
1: Absolutely. We want you all to meet us. We're very excited about An Evening of Elegance, presented by WNZN and the Pace Foundation. Tonight, Saturday, November tenth, 2018, Spitzer Conference Center of Lorraine County Community College. 1005 North Abbey Road in Elyria. Uh, we will... Uh, doors open at 5.30. If you still would like to attend, just reach out to our CEO, Mark Ballard. 440-341-0402. Come on out and meet the entire staff. David and his beautiful wife. Oh maybe. my gosh, there. Yeah, John will be yeah, there. Will be John there. will yeah, be there. Marie. Marie will be yeah. there. I mean, we will all be there. We want you just come on out and just... Just enjoy an evening of elegance, and we want to love on you and meet you, put faces to voices and faces to names and everything. And
2: yeah, you know, I, I know how late uh, you know some people can be. Uh, mm-hmm. Would you want to tell them when dinner starts? Like, they, like the doors open at five thirty, but it doesn't yeah. mean slowly get there by six thirty. You know. Yes. So yes. how does that work?
1: Now, just know you you are free to come and just be a part, but the dinners and have already we had to do those numbers. Before. Right. Okay, so, yeah. That if you want to come out and just be a part of this evening of.